Hello, and welcome to the Holistic Money Podcast. I'm your host, certified financial planner and money mindset coach, Whitney Morrison. Over the past seven years, I've taken myself from credit card debt and no savings to a seven-figure net worth. I did this without a budget or a restrictive money plan, but instead, smart, sustainable wealth-building strategies combined with changing my relationship with money. In this podcast, you'll learn the ins and outs of my no-budget philosophy, practical wealth-building strategies, and key mindset shifts to make it happen. There is no shortage of information out there to tell you what to do with money, but teaching you how to think and feel about money, that's my secret sauce. If you've been waiting for a podcast that gives you actionable strategies to not only build wealth, but also feel really good while you're doing it, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Today's podcast is all about million-dollar thoughts. Some of you may already know this, but a few months ago, I shared on my Instagram that Craig and I hit a very, very exciting financial milestone, and that is that we finally crossed the seven-figure mark with our net worth, which means Craig and I are officially millionaires, and it feels insane to say that out loud because Craig and I, when we met each other five years ago, Our combined net worth was about $100,000. Neither of us grew up with money. Neither of us grew up around wealthy people. We didn't have the best relationship with money. We were just two people that met each other and had a desire to grow personally and financially. And the first thing we did on our first date was literally we talked about our excitement about trying to get into the real estate market. This was before either of us even had any money to actually make it happen. But we did have a dream and we had a vision and we were both excited about growing together as a couple and financially. And it's been a lot of the foundation of our relationship is not only coming together and falling in love, but also coming together as business partners really and exploring how we can use our money to build the biggest, baddest life for ourselves. And we're very aligned with that goal and that mission And it's been an incredible ride and I feel so freaking thankful every day to have been able to do the things that we've done together with money. And so this podcast episode is all about how my mindset has changed over the past seven years since I started on my own financial journey. Because like I said, I didn't grow up with money. I didn't grow up around money. I always felt not worthy of money, not good enough for money. And so it took a lot of shift in the way that I think about money to get to where I am. And I want to share that with you. I want to share the differences and how I'm thinking about money and wealth and growth now that I just didn't have access to beforehand. And I want to make sure that when you're listening to this podcast, you're able to access how this applies to you in your life, regardless of your current financial situation. And the reason why is if you go through this podcast, listening for all the ways that these mindset shifts can't and don't apply to you, then you won't find them. But I want you to instead listen to this podcast through the lens of how does this also apply to me? How could this be true for me too? Because that is how you're going to start to shift into these new, more expansive ways to think about money. I decided to break this podcast up into part one and part two, simply because I have so much that I want to share about this. So this is part one and part two will be available for you right after this episode. So let's get started. 
All right. The first major mindset shift I have experienced is if she can do it, then so can I. I want to tell you a story about five, six years ago when I first met Steph Douglas. Steph is a real estate agent in Austin. Steph, if you're listening to this, you changed my life. I've never told you that personally, but maybe you'll hear through this podcast. Who knows? When I met Steph, she was in her mid twenties. We were both on a women in investing panel and she was sharing her experience in the real estate market. She had got a loan from her grandmother. I think it was for like $5,000, maybe four or five years before bought her first house. And she was 25, maybe 26. And she had turned that investment, that house into seven investment properties, just from living in them, moving out, renovating, borrowing equity, just all different ways that she had accumulated this real estate portfolio. And she was making more passive income through her real estate investments than she was at her job as a teacher. And she just decided to retire as a teacher and go full-time into real estate and now has a multi-million dollar investment portfolio. And when I met Steph, she showed me what was possible. She broke down so many barriers that I had in my brain that were just barriers in my mind. They actually weren't even real limitations. They were just fears and thoughts that I had that I couldn't do it. And she showed me if she could turn $5,000 into seven properties, I could figure that out too. And I've really adopted that belief and I've really held on to that belief. Instead of using other people's success, especially in the wealth building space, against myself, I get very curious about what they've done and how they've built their businesses, how they've built their wealth, how they've built their real estate portfolio, whatever it is that they've used as their wealth building strategy. I have been incredibly curious because of this belief. If she can do it, if he can do it, if they can do it, then so can I. I want all of you to really let this sink in for yourself as well. Look for people around you that are doing cool things financially. Start to get to know them. I firmly believe there are so many ways to make money. There's so much financial opportunity out there. And you just want to get curious. Look for those people that are doing the things that you want to be doing as well and start to get to know what they're up to. Because if they can do it, then so can you. All right. Number two, money is never a problem. This is a mantra that I have had in my brain pretty consistently for the past three to four years, even as I left my six-figure job at LegalZoom making $170,000 a year to starting my own business and having zero guarantee of an income each month. I told myself money is never a problem. And it's not because money can actually never become a problem because the truth of life is shit happens. Life happens. We get in a bad auto accident, a tree falls on our house, we get laid off from our work, a recession happens and the market goes down. All of those things can happen at any time in our life. But the belief that money is never a problem comes from the belief I can always figure it out. There is so much money available. It doesn't matter if I specifically don't have the money in my bank accounts. Someone out there has money in their bank accounts that I can get access to. And because I believe that, because I believe I can create money on demand, I can get money on demand, I will figure it out. I will find where to get the money that I need to get in order to do the thing that I want to do. I just never think that money is the problem. 
I always look for the other problems that I need to solve, but money is an easy one. I'm like, yeah, I can get access to money. I just need to figure out these five other things so that people want to give me the money. Money is never a problem. I'll always figure it out. There's so much money available for me and everyone, even if it's not in my bank accounts. That is a big mindset shift for me. I did not experience that before, but that is absolutely what I think and feel today. All right. Mindset shift number three is that there are no dumb money questions. I am the queen of asking questions about financial situations, whether I am at an auto dealership, whether I'm talking to a mortgage lender, whether I'm talking to my neighbor about his septic, I will never be shy about asking money questions or how it works. And if something isn't clear to me, then I never make it mean anything about who I am or how smart I am or am not with money. I always make it mean that the person on the other side of the conversation has the opportunity to share it with me. And if I don't understand what they're saying, then I make it their problem. I'm kind of like, okay, you need to be able to explain this to me in a way that I can understand. And if you can't do that, that means that you don't know how to simply and clearly explain what's happening here. And I really keep that mantra, especially when it comes to financial professionals that may be trying to sell me something like sell me a car or sell me a mortgage or sell me an insurance product or an investment portfolio, anything along those lines, I never feel like questions that I ask are stupid. And granted, I do have a financial background. I know the financial basics because I am a certified financial planner. However, I just want to give you that permission, even if you don't have that background, because the truth is money is simple and people should be able to explain what they're trying to sell you or offer you very simply and very clearly. There are no dumb money questions. You get to ask all the money questions that you want until you fully understand it. And if you don't understand it, it's not your fault. It's the person that's trying to explain to you. It's their responsibility. So remember, no dumb money questions. We ask all the money questions. I ask all the money questions. I'm not shy. And because of that, I make sure I'm aware of what is happening with my money and why and how it works. All right. That brings us to number four, which is the mindset shift to decide and go. Y'all, indecision is where dreams go to die. And one of the main things that I do is when I make a decision that I'm going to do something financially for myself, whether it's turn one of my bedrooms into an Airbnb, if I'm going to start a side hustle, I decide and I go, I make my financial dreams a priority. And so many people that I know don't do this, they have this idea, they're stuck in miserable, maybe indecision purgatory, and they won't just do the damn thing. You have to do the damn thing. You got to make the decision that you're going to do it. Find the money, find the time because your financial dreams have got to be a priority for you. It can't be something that just lives in indecision purgatory because it won't ever happen. And it makes the timeline for you to build your wealth so much longer. If every decision that you need to make takes you an inordinate amount of time, learning to make faster decisions around your financial priorities, bringing them to life, working on your mindset of telling yourself, 
what it's going to mean for you to take on this new financial priority. Oh, I don't have enough time. I'm not going to be able to spend as much time with my family. It's not going to be as fun for me. You know, what's fun financial freedom. You know, what gives you more time and more high quality time when you're not stressing about money all the time, having your financial goals as a priority, making them happen, decide and go is definitely a key mindset shift that I have experienced on my seven figure wealth journey. Mindset shift number five is where I focus my time and energy as it relates to money really matters. I think about my brain and I think about the thinking that exists in my brain as a limited resource. And so it's important for me to use my thinking in the highest value and most useful ways possible. And when I look at how I think about money today versus how I thought about money 10 years ago, it's so different simply because I'm in a much higher value thought process with money today than I was 10 years ago, which is to be expected. I've grown a lot with money over the past 10 years, but I want to tell you more specifically what that looks like, just so you can get a sense for the ways that you use your brain energy with money. I used to focus a lot of my brain energy as it related to money on basic money management. So things like paying my bills and thinking in my head, okay, this is coming out on the 16th. This is coming out on the 28th and just taking up a lot of brain space with bill pay, with money management, with transferring money into my investment accounts. If I did that, how much money was in my savings? Like so much of my thought was in that process. And now I don't ever think about that. And the reason why I don't ever think about that is because I consider that not a very useful and high quality way for me to use my brain power as it relates to money. I have my money map set up. Everything is on auto pay. Everything is flowing and streaming the way that I want it to go. And because of that, I can focus my brain power and my thoughts on much more high quality, high value cycles with money. And so for me, those are two, two very specific places. Number one is I focus on growing my income, whether it's in my business, whether it's our rental properties, whether it's an Airbnb on my property, a Perdina yurt, even we're getting llamas and alpacas on our land. And even that, I think of that as an investment for my future income, because we have rentals out here. People love llamas and alpacas. We'll be able to increase our rental rates. And don't get me wrong, I am obsessed with animals and it's going to bring me so much joy to have these. So it's a win-win, but that is where I spend a lot of my focus with money is on increasing my income. The second place is being intentional with my spending. And I don't think about my bills because my bills are fixed. They're taken care of. They automatically are paid. I think about my daily expenses. I give myself a specific amount of money every single month that I spend on my habits spend. And the only other thing I focus on is that number and how I'm going to use my resources for the month, how I'm going to use my time for the month to stay within that limit, but still live the best month possible. One of the most interesting problems we are solving as humans is how to most efficiently and effectively use the scarce resources that we have, whether you have 
$100,000 or $20,000, you're still solving the same problem, which is how can I use this money in the most effective way to get the biggest bang and create the best life for myself possible. And that is what I think about with my habits amount. I don't think about, oh, I don't have a lot of money here and I don't get to do what I want to do. I don't think about it that way. I think about it from a place of resourcefulness and creativity and like I said, the challenge of using this money in a way that I get the biggest return. So how you use your mind around money really matters. I want you to ask yourself, are you only thinking about some of those lower value problems to solve with money? Or are you thinking about higher quality, higher value issues with money? And if you find yourself only thinking about those low value things, just solve for them. Just find a way to get them off of your plate because the satisfaction you experience from that is a false sense of satisfaction. It's great to pay your bills on time. Don't get me wrong, but it's also something that can very easily be taken care of through technology. So we want to shift, even if it feels more uncomfortable to focus on these other places, that is the higher value place to really think about your money and spend your time with your money. So that wraps up part one of Millionaire Thoughts. I'm going to quickly recap all of the thoughts that I covered today. The first one is if she can do it, if he can do it, if they can do it, then so can I. Number two was money is never a problem. I can always figure it out. Number three was there are no dumb money questions. Number four was decide and go. Indecision is where dreams go to die. And number five is where I focus my time and energy with money matters. In part two of Millionaire Thoughts, I have five more money shifts that I've experienced and I hope to see you in the next episode. If you like this episode, please share, subscribe, give me a review below to let me know your favorite mindset shift and how it impacted you the most. I will see you in part two. Have you ever built a budget, but within weeks felt exhausted by the spreadsheets, the upkeep, or the restrictive spending categories? If so, you are not alone. Budgeting has never worked for me, so I created a new way, money mapping. Money mapping has all of the things you need to be successful in your wealth building journey. It's simple, organized, and automated, but most importantly, it offers a completely new way to relate to money and manage it in your life. If you're ready to kick off your no budget strategy for building wealth, sign up for my free money map training at www.holistic-money.com forward slash money map. Here's to building wealth with ease.